0: Welcome to the Guardian Group podcast series. The Guardian Group, providing extraordinary solutions to today's exceptional problems.
1: Hello and wherever you may be, Todd Komenen here of the Guardian Group, welcoming you to another episode of the Guardian podcast series. Today's podcast will be hosted by Rick Marat, Guardian's VP of Quality and R&D, Joining him today will be Holger Kern, our managing director of Guardian Europe. Today they'll be discussing the Guardian flying probe line of flying probe equipment. A lot of information will be gathered here for you, so sit back and relax and let the guys take it away. Go ahead, Rick.
0: Thank you, Todd, for that intro. I'm excited also to be talking to Holger Kern, our expert in our R&D center in Germany, responsible for the flying probe equipment and various equipment within Guardian itself. Welcome to the podcast, Holger. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Yes, of course. Hello, Rick. Yeah, I'm Holger Kern from the Guardian section in Germany. I'm responsible for the R&Ds and Europe part of the PCB industry. And today we want to discuss a little bit about our flying probe line. And I hope we can make a nice discussion about that
0: i'm sure we will holger i'm sure we will so what can you tell us about the flying probe lineup we have i guess you're going to start with the lower end machines and work your way up to the most advanced machines we have
2: yeah that's the, the way i would go i would assume we have uh, our lineup started with a low-end budget machine where we have basically yeah made and assembled in china where we just use the sources, we can get there and just make sure that we have a kind of safety as we have to use it outside of China, that we can use the machine without any high risk. But basically, the machine is assembled in China, and these machines are mainly doable for all kind of standard flying probe work depend on resolution and sizes is the selection, what we can do in this case, we have a small size machine, it's 24 by 20, and we have a, a higher pitch by eight by 12 mil to be able to make a standard test. And so we have here basically a belt driven system where we have standard parametrics for the electrical measurements from 500 volt up to 100 mega ohms. This machine would be with no barcode reader and printer and stuff like that, because it's a low-end machine. And also we have no function like extra test hypod or for why this would be not available for these machines. So, and that's the point why we have here a low-end one.
0: So Holger, this machine could the customer add a barcode reader or a printer
2: or et Of course, when machine? they want when the customer wants to add it, yes, he can add barcode printer and and barcode reader for that, even foot pattern, stuff like that. Basically, the machine is able to do it, but it would be not in the budget price or in the list price. And
0: what kind of uh, PCB technology would this be able to uh, test?
2: Yeah, uh, to PCB technology, you mean uh, it's a Windows based 10 machine?
0: Yeah, but what and about pitch in the board, pad size, and things like that? So how accurate? Because you said you mentioned a belt-driven system, right?
2: Yeah, but this is a machine basically made for standard low-end technologies like computers and stuff like that or in germany i would say for the white material like wash machines and dishwashers and stuff like that and low-end car industry
0: so you're talking really, about 15 mil pitch 8 mil pad or something like that or what standard,
2: mean, like something like that yeah
0: and then we're moving up here
2: i see a g50 what can you tell me about a g50 well, that is our european made machine or made in germany machine where we have um yeah some better accuracy because it's better assembled basically we have here uh also patent pitch in the same area but we are more safe to reach this area with um 8 to 12 mic- uh, mils, that's around about one, 200 to 150 microns. Um, we have here the possibility to go up to 1000 volt. That's kind of interesting that you can fulfill here different measurements like a high port function up to 1000 volt when needed. That's not possible with the low end machine. And also the the size is the same. It's also 24 by 20 machine. Um, but the difference here again is it's made in Europe. It is with a different electronic equipped and is including barcode printer and everything what you need to be able to to put it in the network so that you can make verification and stuff like that. And as and you can looks, see, it's also a belt driven machine, by the way. It's of also a belt driven machine, yes. Basically, that's also the, po- the point where the price is, let's say, in the low-end budget area because it's a belt-driven machine. Also, here we have the same kind of limits, but it's, a, from the quality standpoint, a different level of machine because it is everything made in Europe and in Germany. And also, again, here we have the high pot- possibility. We have the possibility to make a 4 via Kelvin measurement and some other... Uh, external function we can enter this machine but it's not able to be on a China's made machine. That's all the price, the, the price difference here. And the G75 is also a machine assembled in, in Asia, in China. The difference is now we discuss here is a steel uh, based machine with a marble part portion inside and it is a spindle driven machine and automatically with a spindle driven machine we have a higher precision better resolution and also we have here a bigger size that's a wrong in the hmm. um, and the size is 24 by 20 it's a little bit bigger it's a little bit bigger as the g 50 when i'm not wrong and also we have the limit here is the 500 volt machine instead of a thousand volt machine because it is what we can get directly from to market in China.
0: So, if if a customer was to buy this machine, how reliable would this machine? Because you mentioned it comes from China, right? Fully assembled. Yeah,
2: the, the the, the difference here is really that how the machine looks like, the, the functioning, how the machine is working. It's stable. It's good. It is. The machines are working perfectly in China for the for the people there though it also would work in Germany or in in America for that because it is a standard built machine it's a different way to build it it looks different it is from the yeah from the housing way mainly it's a bit different it looks not so nice basically but it's from the function wise it is okay so i'm
0: guessing that we're attaching our software to this to make this uh, more reliable mechanics and the hardware come from china but i think the software comes from guardian does it not
2: yes that's controlled from our side because that's the only way how you can make it better and more proof that you have the hand on the software side that you know what the machine is doing and here also the case is that this kind of of equipment is not able to make so a high proton for one Kelvin things without big change on the machine. That's the reason why we have here started with this also kind of low end budget machine.
0: Okay, very good. So what about the drives, the lead screws, and the in the drive motors and things like that? Are they can you get parts in North America and Europe for these machines?
2: Yes, of course, because the the, the drives, for example, are from Yaskawa. The spindles are from made from THK. So that's not a big issue. That's parts available, um, sources available for that. That is no no question because this have even the people learned in China.
0: Mm, that looks interesting. The price is very economical, it looks like, for, for a lead screw machine with
2: excellent software and it's reliable. That's very interesting. Yeah. That's the reason why we start that. We have basically with our G80, we are starting in the same ball area because that is also a machine where we have a steel aluminum based marble frame there that we have also spindle driven we have a higher resolution we have a bigger size 28 by 24 inches we're using here stretching and clamping system that we can have um, move the top part that we can move up and down the, the sizes of the panel and we also can use again here the thousand volt version because that's our made electronic and we have again all equipment you need from printer and barcode installer and included that you have a ready to go machine then the machine is on site and the next page we see basically all the a marble-based machine basically the same as it looks like on the g75 but again here we can implement different kind of functions because we have the possibility to add external meters for high port and for Y kelvin and also again we have a thousand volt version we can do internal up to one thousand volt high port measurements and also we can add a 4 by kelvin measurement for that and okay. price wise, it's not so much more different as you can see to the G80 to be also interested for a higher quality machine.
0: So, so health and safety wise, like the, if I was to put this in, in a my PCB factory, like a person couldn't lose their fingers or arm or anything, how safe would it be from OSHA standpoint?
2: yeah when when you put, just put go click back to the view of the machine then we would see there are doors and these doors are controlled by sensors because we have here a high speed machine with a light as a high force of of pressure when we move the access that's the reason that with an open door the machine is not able to operate because we control the door the operator need to close the door then we have the safety closed and then the operator can start to, to use the machine. And basically, when the operator do everything right, there is no risk and all is protected by CE that this machine is safe to operate. Very, very interesting. Thank you for that, Holger.
0: So what about the G90? What can you tell us about the G90 machine?
2: That's a G90, that's basically our 100% own-made machine. Everything in this machine is made in Germany, and we make this for big sizes. Means the standard machine G90 can do 32 by 32 inches. And we have a high accuracy here, because although this machine is made this um, spindle drive system and uh, all is built together from us and um yeah built together that it was working correctly and um, that's the case why we have made here an universal machine to be able also to add a kind of automation. that what we'll do later on in this uh, presentation because the future would be then machines with automation that's what we're thinking so, as we can see here on this machine picture, that's an aluminum frame, quite flexible. We have two windows and it is really solid built together. We are using German-made server drives and motors. All mechanics are done in Germany. And the marble we have here is a high position marble that we are really in level on the machine that we can reach what we are want to do with about two mil pet sizes and pitches which is for a 100 microns that is really really small
0: i would imagine that machine gets
2: flying it looks like it really is a flying probe yeah it's a test size it's also quite interesting because it's a high speed machine and that's the reason why we then also did the same base machine called g90 where we have made a special window system and also we have here class scales inside to be sure that we can uh, take out uh, the small uh, limits of a spindle that we really are on point when we move it to one location that we are really reached at as we want to do it in the right spot because we discuss here on, on approximately one meter driveway, with a speed up to probe, slow down to probe, and bring it on place within 50 microns to be able to hit a pad and that is a, a big task to do and this we do fully automatic with a loading device in this case.
0: I just you brought up a good point. What about the probes themselves? because I would imagine they're a little bit of a consumable item, right? Uh, i would imagine sometimes they break for various reasons or they tip maybe wear out a little bit over time so on your series of machines do they all what kind of probes are they taking each one a different probe
2: so basically we have four probes that's inside we always use the same type of probe um there's no difference in between left right or whatever or top and bottom uh the point here is that yes it's a tiny one it is tiny part and we need to have a a low pressure here that we make no marks and stuff like that on on the PCBs and yes this kind of probes can break it's a it's a it's a consumable basically but the lifetime is uh, not so bad because we can make a couple of million hits theoretically with this uh, probe before it run out on the on the plastic self basically the problem basically is here that all needs to be correct in data and PCB. That we make no movements with that small pad and and uh, probe needle because when the PCB is bowed like an like hell, then the machine is not able to to compensate that, and then we would may break a probe, for example. So you're saying
0: that from your, I think your lowest model was a G45 from G45 and the highest one here is G90. They all take the same probe tip? Yes. Okay. Okay. And then I think you have uh, another machine here to talk about Uh, some sort of uh, looks like a G90 with something on the end of it. What is that?
2: That's basically a loader and an unloader in one where we can add 50 PCBs for the item to be correct, uh, to be able to that the machine can run automatically without operator for a certain time to make an inline test. That is basically the part what we see on the right-hand side of this machine and to important or interesting point is that we can here handle different jobs, means when the machine is set let's say we have here 48 PCBs, so we can divide it by five jobs, we can set up the machine for five jobs and the machine would automatically set up to the sizes of PCB and to the program of of the job and would test it fully automatic in and out.
0: So, so it's interesting you say in and a, in and out. So do you load and unload the PCBs from the same side or is there something different here because it looks like it's everything's on one side of the machine.
2: Yes, we load and unload on the same side. and during unload, we would then unload the bad one a little bit further out and set off the good ones that we see the different. But basically we would load and unload in this case from one side basically you can also add on the other side an unloader then we would load from one side and unload to the other
1: one
2: so they have a completely inline machine
0: ah interesting so you can put a unloader or load from one side and unload from the other side so that almost looks like it brings a product right in line with uh, inline pcb production so right off the assembly line of manufacturing a pcb right into flying probe uh, through Flying Probe, hopefully, most manufacturers have mostly a good yield, so 99% yield, 98% yield, and then it can go straight from there in one continuous path straight to the customer, I guess.
2: This is the idea behind, right? To have to kind of, um, yeah, Flying Probe point let's say, optimization as it made for the future.
0: Very nice, very nice. I like where we're going. So I, we, this is more or less a picture here. Anybody wanted to watch this, they can go to download the video from our website, or of course go on YouTube and on our channel and and download the video and see the pictures. But it looks like we're looking at a PCB being under test here with the covers off the probe tips, just showing off some test electronics. Correct me if I'm wrong. Here we are.
2: That's right. That's basically how a probe tip and probe head would look like that we have basically when you look to the left top picture you see that we have here approximately a four mil pad where we have now the probe tip in front where we hit the the pad and we see the the probe tip itself the electronic on the probe for the compression control and also we see then the probe assembly electronic where we make the measurements and have to connection to the main unit. And direct uh, light, what you see on the right bottom picture, that is basically the light of the camera for automatic alignment that we are able to make. Yeah, automatic loading for this, that the operator just need to pre-select an alignment point and the machine do the rest.
0: Okay, so how would you know that the actual probe, because my background's in electrical test. I've been in there for many, many years already, but I always, you know, testing a fixture, you have contact problems, you have false opens, but I also know that if you don't make contact and you're measuring for short, for example, and you're not touching the pad, I know you can have test escapes in that case. So how do you, what do you do to prevent
2: those? Uh, that is basically one of our Advantage, I would guess, in our in our own main software, because we have the full control about the measurement circuit. Because when we make a measurement, then we know where we are. We know we need, we want to have a contact, and then we would get a kind of signal back. And when we would not get this signal in time, as it would be inspected, we know that we have maybe a wrong contact. Probe hit somewhere else, then we would get an open, or we have a wrong um, location that we are maybe in, in the wrong spot. That also we would create an open, or we'd get an error. And also we control the movements that we are really sure when we make a measurement, we did a measurement. If we got a result back, when we have not got a result back, then also we would can tell, hey, something is wrong. Hmm.
0: So that sounds very intelligent. I. We don't like test escapes in general, right? We wanna, every manufacturer wants to make a board that's 99%, 100% yield or 100% yield, right? Right. But it's interesting so that you, you've got some back end technology in there to ensure that the probe's actually hitting the pad and you're not gonna miss anything. So you are actually doing a full test. Right. So on the lower end machines, does, is this technology there? Like on the G45, is it there or not there? Because it is a Chinese or Asian built machine. Yeah, yeah so it is an Asian. It's, it's good, an
2: but... built machine coming from China. Yes, the but again, that's our software we would we have implemented here, and we do the same control to have the same safety for test results. Here, for example, we see our own-made Y-axis spindle for an up and down movement, where we have a drive motor, um, and uh, a coupling and bearing for, the, for that and we have a an, an high position spindle inside and on the left hand side on the right hand side sorry, we see a meter we can add in this case this is a meter for kelvin but then we are able to make a four wire kelvin measurement with this machine and that's all made in germany okay the meter is brought to external
0: very interesting so it looks like you're putting a special meter a special meter in the machine to do your four-wire calvin maybe
2: hypod or something else as well right right okay basically we can then follow the the rules of the customer when the customer had some rules or we would then select the best fit measurement we can get on the market
0: well holger it's been very interesting learning about your flying probe lineup it looks like it's quite the lineup for a pcb manufacturer so I want to give you a special thanks, Todd and I, for joining the podcast today, uh, being our, our guest, explaining. It's been a pleasure learning about your flying probe lines.
2: You're welcome, Rick. It was a, ni- a nice meeting with you.
1: You've been listening to the Guardian podcast on the flying probe lines. Rick and Holger gave you a bunch of information. Hopefully it was beneficial. If you need some more information, drop us a line at info@guardian.com Once again... That's info at G-A-R-D-I-E-N You can also visit our website at www.guardian.com. That's wwwg dot Thanks again for listening to this podcast. Look forward to seeing you on our next one. Thank you, and have a great day.